Welcome to the Everything Eichler podcast brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. I am sitting here with Brett Voorhees, and what's really cool is he is the president of Taurus, which also includes Heritage. It also includes Rossi uh, Firearms. And before uh, before we start talking to Brett and learning some stuff about all three um, of those firearms, I've got to say Brett is a pretty cool guy to me because he likes to hunt. Uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of funny that way. I'm a little biased, but if guys are outdoorsmen, um, I just feel a little closer connection to them. And despite being the president of a pretty dang large company, Brett's been in the industry a long time. He's had a stint at Walter, had a stint at Leupold, uh, probably some others, but he's president uh, currently of Taurus. But he, uh, he was just out. We just shot a beautiful, congratulations again. Thank you. Shot a beautiful bull elk. And you, you not only are a, you know, shoot with a rifle and handguns and shotguns, but you also have come out and we've shot uh, antelope together. So I love that you do all that stuff. Yeah, we're making this into a, a couple time a year uh, trip for me, which is fantastic. I really enjoy it and appreciate you having me out again. Well, Brett's one of those guys that's kind of a workaholic too. I mean, he does take a little time to play, but every single time he's been out here, he's like, he's always handling things, making phone calls, emails. You know, he's always that. He's that. You're that guy. Yeah, it doesn't stop for sure. <laughs> so, a little bit of your background before we get into uh, talking about some of the cool stuff that you know Taurus has and Rossi, as you know. Oh. Yeah. I'm jumping off subject, but, you know, we just took that 92 and went out and me and Trent had a blast and we oh, shot, yeah. you know, two turkeys in the fall with the uh, lever 357, which was awesome. Yeah, that, that well, that the Rossi lever guns are accurate anyways, but your one that you have is particularly uh, flat shooting and oh. it's like shooting laser beams. I mean, I don't remember if you remember. Prairie uh, dogs. Shooting prairie dogs at, at 150, oh. 200 yards. Oh, stretch Iron sights was fantastic it was fun yeah you were doing that i didn't i didn't shoot that far out but a turkey at 60 i can handle but yeah the the prairie does is then that's why i'm not proud of this and gunsmiths are going to have a cow and probably some of the people at taurus and you may even but i actually it was such an accurate rifle i jb welded the sights I, I, that's I embarrassing that. to say i but saw that it's one of those that like that's my saddle gun a lot you know what i mean i put it on my horse it's in my truck a lot it gets banged around and i'm like I don't want these sites to move ever. Sure. So I, I, yeah. I locked them in. So not, I'm not really a, you know, I'm not really a, a most of my guns have scratches on them, just like my bow. So my, my equipment's beat up like yeah. my truck. It doesn't look showroom. But uh, so talk a little bit about your history because you've got a pretty rich history um, in the outdoor space. Yeah. I mean, um, just kind of stumbled into the industry when I was young and, and really fortunate uh, to, to have some opportunities that I have. I, I started uh, in the industry when I was 19 years old. And so that's, you know, I had a little bit of a head start in that in that regard. I was still in college. Um, and, and I got a job with Crimson Trace, which was in my hometown out in Oregon. And, uh, you know, just a really great opportunity to have a lot of different experiences. I was technically an accounting intern, but by that time I knew I didn't really want to be an accountant. Uh, and so I, I, I did a lot of work <laughs> Wanted with it. to do something fun. Yeah. So, so I, I had the opportunity to kind of figure out what I really did want to do. Um, and, you know, worked with the engineers, worked with the sales marketing team, uh, and really got to experience a lot there. Uh, ended up shooting a lot of pistols. It was really when I, when I was exposed to a lot of pistols, uh, for the first time. Um, but, but really found out I, I had a big passion for the product development side um, I really enjoy that process of bringing a concept to life and, and bringing uh, new products to market, which is, you know, really what I 
am striving to do now at Taurus and what I did at Walther. And <clears throat> so that was really great experience for me. Um, and, and after Crimson Trace, I went and took a sales role at Loophold, which was, you know, again, more great experience to kind of, uh, round out my skill set, if you will. Like, you know, I didn't have a lot of experience calling on customers and, and figuring out how, how we as a factory sell our product to the, to the consumers, people that are probably listening to us right now. So, uh, I, I kind of learned how to do that there. You know, Loophold's a, uh, a big optic manufacturer, well-oiled machine. They knew what they were doing. I had great leadership there that kind of gave me a lot of responsibility, probably more than I was really able to handle at a young age. But, um, you know, they let me make those mistakes and learn and, and do that kind of stuff. So, you know, that was really great. Um, and then I had a fantastic opportunity to kind of pick up and move halfway across the country to Arkansas and, and took a big role with uh, Walther where I was – you know, managing the, the sales and marketing team and all that, but also in charge of all the product development. So working with all the engineers, bringing new products from concept, spec sheet, uh, through the en- engineering phases, testing, and ultimately bringing it to market. Uh, and so ha- had a lot of success there, um, just bringing some some great quality, uh, innovative firearms to the market, uh, mainly handguns. And, and that's kind of what led me to my new role here at Taurus, which is, uh, you know, the intention of bringing new, exciting, um, innovative products to the market, but raising that quality level every time we bring something new out. Raising and the bar. Raising the bar, exactly. So, you know, over the last couple of years, we've been able to see Taurus transform a little bit, and, and we're moving into uh, kind of a new era for the company, which is fun to, to see the success, but it's just exciting because I, you know, knowing what's coming in the future too is, is always really, really fun for me. I've been privy to see a little bit of that guys and I'm not allowed. Brett's given me the eye. I yeah. can't talk about any of it, but not only is there some really amazing stuff out, but there's some really cool stuff coming, but let's talk, you know, since the last time we talked, uh, the last podcast we did, you know, things have changed. It, it, it's constantly, it, it blows me away. And you know, you set some goals, and I want to see where those are at and talk about some of the new products. So, like, you know, you guys, have, it seems to me that you guys just keep rolling out amazing things. I mean, let's talk a little bit about the GX4, and then I want to definitely circle back to the warranty part of that because that was something the last time we talked you were working on. Um, and since the first time we did a podcast, I actually got to go out uh, to Taurus and shoot at the facility and walk through the plant, um, which you could eat off the floor, mm-hmm. um, which blew me away. Uh, but let's, I, I, I'm jumping way ahead, but let's, let's go back. The GX4 launch it has been unreal. Let's really, talk about that. Yeah, it really has been a, a great success for us for a new product. It was an all new product line. You know, we had been evolving our, uh, our semi-automatic pistol uh, kind of striker fired line for a while. Um, and, and you saw the G3. Like the TX-22. Well, yeah, and that's part of it. Um, yeah. Yep, exactly. Um, but, you know, like the G3, G3C, those were evolutions of a product. And so when we brought the GX4, it was an all-new platform. Those parts are not interchangeable at all. Um, it's a it's a simplified uh, design. S- standalone carrier. Yeah, so it's its, its own platform, and, and we're seeing it kind of take off as this uh you know like i said the next level of taurus or or the what what we want our brand to represent uh going forward 
And so seeing it being so well-received, um, really changing some perceptions of the brand, uh, which is really what we're trying to, to achieve the most, uh, we, we've just had great success with it. You know, we've been recognized recently with some awards, um, and then we have a bunch of new product to follow on, uh, to add on to that kind of flagship uh, product line uh, for the GX4. Quality and innovation, you know what I mean, really? And, and you mentioned that, and you said it gracefully, but I'm going to just break it down. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, Taurus was known for uh, a, an inexpensive, it was a great way to get into a handgun, mm-hmm. and, and it really was. Um, you know, there were some things here and there, you know what I mean, but, but you've jumped up, you know, the quality, the innovation, and, and to me, taking Taurus in a lot of ways to a new level. But let's talk about the awards you just won because, you know, a lot of people, you know, I've seen awards before and like, you know, is this people giving it to themselves or how does this work, mm-hmm. you know. Talk a little bit about the two awards. You guys just won, um, which is pretty neat, talking about some of the new things you guys are doing. But talk about those awards because that's that's kind of cool and it's a, you know, it's a tip of the hat to you on that deal and the, and the whole company. Yeah. <clears throat> those awards um – the awards that you're talking about are the uh, NSGW, which is National Association of Sporting Goods Wholesalers. It's our uh, biggest customer base. We sell through distributors that uh, that, that ultimately sell our, our guns to all the gun shops around the country. Um, so there's a group of them um, called NASGW. And they are also linked in with POMA, which is Professional Outdoor Media Association, various, um, you know, writers and and publications that are members of that organization and so they team up and get together and they kind of vote on on several product categories so we were recently i guess just last week awarded uh best new handgun of 2021 and best overall product of 2021 which is you know that's huge all the new product all the different products yeah everything that's come out in our industry you know um you know so that's that was a really great honor for us and and the fact that it's voted on by our customers and and these folks kind of independently of of us, you know, we don't we don't pay those organizations anything uh, to to be a part of that. They're they're selecting those and based uh, on certain criteria, right? And so it it kind of gives us uh, some not reassurance, but it, it validates what we're trying to do because we're we're finally being recognized that. Hey, this is a best-in-class product. You know, like you said earlier, our brand we we try to provide um, an affordable option, but that option also needs to be reliable. It needs to be a high-quality gun, and it should be innovative. And so that's really what what we have achieved with the GX4. We want to maintain an aggressive price point where where everyone can afford it, uh, but we also want it to be the best-in-class product. And I think we're we're there right now. Like the Raging Hunters, the Raging Bulls on the revolver side. You guys yeah. have been rolling out some absolutely amazing stuff. But I, I want to talk a little bit about, too, and, and I'm going back to the last time we talked and some of the changes. Because, you know, the last time we did a podcast, um, I hadn't been, you know, to, to your facility. And I was blown away. It was so neat for me to watch stuff getting put together and, you know, the, the, the assembly line, mm-hmm. uh, if you will. Uh, all the people that were there. Um, the camaraderie, you know what I mean? Uh, really neat. You know, you walked around uh, the floor with us, which was really cool. And my son, Trent, I got to brag. Uh, my son, Trent is, uh, is a shooter and, 
just absolutely going nuts, having a blast. He's getting to shoot with some world-class shooters, mm-hmm. you know, both Jesse Harrison, Casey, you know, CBO, and, and, and they are unreal. Yeah, they're, I, they're the best shooters in the world. I mean, yeah, like seven-time world champion yeah. or eight-time. I think Trent corrected me the other day. I'm like, I was talking to somebody. I was like, yeah, I think, you know, both Jesse and Casey both hold world championships. They do. And Casey's got like eight. And, you know, I can't remember if I said seven or eight. And Trent corrected me. Actually, Dad, it's eight or nine. Yeah. Whatever it was, yeah. he jumped it up. And it's pretty cool when you have that many world championship titles. But, you know, Trent has – they've kind of taken Trent under – their wing because you have some real quality people that shoot for you over there at Taurus mm-hmm. and those two are amazing and and Jesse's the team captain mm-hmm. um you know for you guys shooting team but Trent as a youth shooter uh has learned so much and and I'm going to take a second to tell anybody that's listening to this if you're into shooting sports at all if you're if you enjoy shooting handguns if you enjoy hunting with a handgun Take a look at, at possibly competing and going out. There's tons of organizations, and it's. I I honestly was way more intimidated than Trent was, because when you go somewhere and you don't know anything about it. I mean, you know, I taught Trent to shoot a handgun like all the boys. Um, he has way exceeded anything I can do with a handgun. I hope he doesn't listen to this because I t- still tell him I think I can get him. Um, but you know, that's a really neat. Uh, industry i guess when i say industry it's really neat sport with a lot of great people that are really willing to step up and help you out and you know Taurus being involved in that and i also would encourage people to to get your kids involved in that uh kids are so involved in video games now and doing things that keep them inside get them outside you know get them get them shooting you know uh, you know it's such a great sport and something that the family can do together but uh one of the things that, that Trent had to do to, to be on the team, which I thought was awesome, is he had to keep a B average in school. Yeah. That's something that you and me talked about, and you felt that was very important. Yeah. Yeah, we – you know, if, if, if you're going to be a part of our team and, and represent our brand, and just like anybody that is employed by Taurus, myself included, you know, we want, we want a level of excellence and a level of self-accountability outside of the workplace or outside of – the job and so we thought that was a an important thing for Trent um because we want him to be successful on the range we want him want him to be a world champion shooter and that that's the goal is how can Jesse and Casey grow him into that but at the same time he also needs to do his job at at school and eventually you know whenever he moves on to whatever he does after after high school uh whether that's a full-time shooting career he goes to college or whatever we want him to be accountable to himself there, and of course, you raised uh, your kids right. But he uh, he's done a great job with that. Yeah, we're, we we thought that was really neat. I thought that was a neat thing that your company did there, and and you know that Jesse thought was important, and you thought were yeah. you know was important. Jesse but, gets the credit for that too. It was, it was oh, something yeah, she wanted for sure. But uh, you know, and so I I mentioned that because if you've ever thought about that, take a look into it because it really is. It's a lot of fun. I've learned a lot. I've met some great people, and 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 so is Trent. That's been really neat. But when we walk through the plant. Uh, one of the first things that struck me was the cleanliness. Um, you know, you guys are a pretty impressive, you know, pretty impressive setup down there in Georgia. Um, and if you're listening and looking for a job, um, there's constantly job openings. So, you know, Taurus.com's got some information there. If yep. you're looking for a solid job with some great benefits and things like that, because I met some amazing uh, men and women that work at that facility, um, it was it was just neat neat seeing them all working together but the 
the testing you guys put every is it every single gun gets shot every, every gun that comes off the production line gets shot and you know whether it's a semi-automatic it's a full magazine at least a full magazine um or a if it's a revolver like the Heritage Revolvers, we do a full cylinder. Some of those revolvers come with a 22 and a 22 Magnum, so you have to shoot both cylinders. Um, I mean, and that's an investment in in quality checks. You know, we want to make sure and ammunition. Yeah, and it, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, we we burn through a lot a lot of rimfire and, and increasingly amounts of nine uh, millimeter with the GX4 and some uh, G3Cs being built there right now. But imagine imagine walking to a plant. And, and and you can kind of hear it a little bit when you're standing next to it, but it's like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm yeah. like, what in the heck? We gotta go look over here. And here's this, you know, bulletproof glass. And on the other side of the bulletproof glass, there's like, I don't need five or six guys in there. And their whole job is just to shoot guns all day long. And yep. these guys are fast. Like it was, it was impressive. They were they were running, you know, the semi-autos just unbelievably fast. But I guess if that's what you do for eight hours a day. It was it was really cool to see you guys actually to see that running through, you know, every single firearm before it gets in your hands has already not only been visually inspected but it's been fired, right. um, you know, and and check for that because I, I know in talking to you you realize that somebody's big hunt may rely on that. You you know you don't want to have a you don't want to have a failure. So your big hunt may rely on it, and you guys also take it really serious because you know a lot of whether it's law enforcement or just you know individual. I mean, you guys are selling personal defense guns. You know, not only hunting weapons, but personal defense, people protecting other people, right. and that's super important. You guys take it that way. Yeah, definitely. And you know, like you said, the majority of our business is self defense guns. Um, so you know we're. And I, I personally carry a gun. You know, I carry a GX4 every day. We take that part serious because we know what's on the line. If if you do choose to carry a gun and and it, you know have to use it or whatever, we know that gun has to work. Um, and you know, it might not even be that. It's just a matter of, hey, I I'm going to carry this gun, so I want to train with it. I want to familiarize myself. And you know, I'm going to go to the range two times a week or you, you get into like a, a routine of, of shooting, um, which I do. I shoot my carry gun several times a week. Um, if that gun had a malfunction just on the range training, I'm, I'm not going to carry the gun, you know? Right. Yeah. So, you, lost, you lose confidence. So, in. yeah. So we're, we're focused on that. And, you know, the engineering has really stepped up over the last, I'll say last four years, probably. Um, the guns that we're putting out just, just run right now. They're good. It's, you know. it's incredible, and I had fun walking around. And even the let's talk a little bit about the the warranty department because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think a lot of people don't understand the volume. Can you just share like just a rough stab? Sure. On, yeah. on guns a year that you guys are rolling out of there. Yeah, I, I can. And, and like you said, the warranty department for us has been warranty and customer service. They kind of go hand in hand. Those that's been the biggest transformation for the company uh, over the last let's say twenty months. Um, Warranty repair, they have a tremendous volume of, of guns coming in and out. It's actually not not that big. We get about 100 guns in a day. Um, but considering that we're selling well over 2 million guns a year, uh, <laughs> year over year, it's really not that much. We actually track um, by by model how many guns come back within the first year because we want to we see trends. We want to see um, certain things in – and a gun being out in the market for one year, it really shouldn't come back for, for warranty repair. Um, and so 
you know, we're kind of finalizing those numbers and, and looking at them. We have uh, about two years of good data now um, and, and maybe a little more than that. So right now we only have about two-tenths of a percent of our firearms that come back within the first year. It's an extremely that's, low number. That's amazing. Yeah, because I know some numbers on some other companies, which we won't share. But yeah, Right, right. And on the GX4 specifically, I mean, we've sold well over 70,000 of those at this point, which that's, you know, we don't really divulge those numbers very often, but for the sake of putting this into perspective, I will. We've we've taken back 27 of those. Good gosh. Total. And most of them are not really um, – and some of those may not be problems. I mean, I know sometimes, right. like I was talking to one of the guys, sometimes it's a mag. Somebody tries to put another mag. You know yeah, what I mean? or, or it, someone or, wants to uh, reverse the magazine release and they, they lose the little spring or they, they can't figure out how to do it. Or um, even put it back together correctly. Right, right. Which so I have they, done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we get that. You know, yeah. we get boxes full of parts all the time because people are, are disassembling and they can't Trying really to work on it, it themselves a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and, and I think people don't understand when you take a gun apart, we have fixtures that help us assemble them so putting these little springs and things in there it's a lot easier if you have the right equipment it's not as easy at home but and this is a good point to mention sometimes you void your warranty when you you know uh, there's a lot of people that are oh self-gunsmiths uh, you know like oh i, I think i'm gonna i want to shave down my sear a little bit and try to work out you know you know and people people do things and you know not only make that weapon possibly more dangerous mm-hmm. you know what i mean as far as you know having a problem with it but they've actually voided the warranty if you break into certain parts of that you know certain parts of that weapon yeah i mean if you think that there's something <clears throat> going wrong with the gun that you you want us to look at just send it in we'll look at it it's under right. warranty we have a lifetime warranty on the product so oh, yeah. <clears throat> let us do it and and going back to the original kind of question you were asking the warranty yep. it's not a long turnaround time if we have to look at your gun you're going to get it back within about a week wow so we're we're at about a three-day average turnaround time right now and and you know there's a couple of unique cases where maybe we don't have the parts but we've solved the almost all of those 99 percent of those issues where we didn't have parts in stock uh, so now we're carrying a, a good inventory of, of uh, warranty repair parts uh, and and just trying to mitigate any kind of delay in somebody getting their gun back if they do have to send it in, um, and even the phone calls like you worked it, it was really neat. I got to see the the call in center. Mm-hmm. That's that's amazing because a lot of those problems are solved over the phone. Yeah, they they can be. You know, there's a lot of training that's take taken place where we're trying to get our our customer service agents to be able to to help people more than just kind of take their information and and start the process of, of getting a gun in, um, they're, they're actually proactively helping people solve their problem before. And that, and that saves a lot of time for, for a lot of people. But um, also the frustration that used to be there where you just couldn't get through to, to one of our agents has been mitigated. You know, our, our call volume, average um, monthly call volume has gone down, or actually weekly, I should say. Call volume has dropped down uh, over 14,000 calls. So we were we were averaging about twenty. 000, actually, it's more than that. We we're averaging about twenty thousand calls a week, which you just can't manage. That we don't. Right. Have, it could be anything from can I get a catalog to right, right, and, and we have thirty agents. There's no possible way thirty agents can can handle that. So we're we're down below forty five hundred calls a, a week right now. So it's it's dropped quite a bit. That's impressive. Is there an average wait time? 
Yeah, right now it's about seven minutes. So we've we've all been on hold. I know I tried to call a airline the other day, and I, I think I was on hold for about forty five minutes, which yeah, boggled my back, mind. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I was I was losing my mind. Mm-hmm. But you know, so your average, you know, what I mean, seven minutes. So that's awesome. And I know that's something you're really proud of. You've been working on that a lot, adding more people, mm-hmm. training them, getting the right people. Right. Um, you know, we've we've really focused on that. Um, you know, even when. We're selling as many guns as we can make. We got to make sure that we're also supporting our customers the best way we can. And so that's been a main focus is improving those two departments, which again, they, they work together, but well, here's um, a, it's been great. Here's a question for you. Do you have, and, and this is a wild card and you may either not want to answer it or, or, or may not even know, but Tor started how long ago? Uh, in the U.S. it's 40 years old. So 1982. Let's just say U.S. since 1982, how many millions? Like just a think, think of the number of Taurus handguns out there in the market. Could we even stab at that? I wouldn't know. Would where, I wouldn't know where to start. I'm sure I could look back and find find some numbers and what we've sold in. Um, I mean, it's a, over 10 million. Yeah, well over that. Well over 10 million. Yeah, probably. I would say. It's Conservatively, just, it's well over thirty million. I'd say <laughs> so. That's pretty incredible. So when you think of that, and people that keep them in their boats or rusty environments and things mm-hmm. like that, that's a that's a small number of calls. And you know, I, I think this is an important time to say too. It's it's super important. Just like your vehicle, it boggles my mind that some people get their oil changed routinely every, you know, three thousand miles, but they'll never clean or lubricate or. You know yep. what I mean? Take care of their firearm, and you know. And I found that's that's just routine with us. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, you know, taking care of your, you know, breaking it down, you know, just the main parts and clean it up. Even my carry gun, you know, I'm feeding horses, and I'm carrying yeah. almost all the time. We're throwing hay. I'm in and out of the tractor. Uh, you know, I'm getting rain and snow, and you know, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys see that a lot. Um, but a big part of that is just taking care of your, just taking care of your equipment. Yeah. Some, some of the guns we get in for repair from people are just completely trashed. I mean, and we try to note, you know, the, the gun's condition when it came in and in the service order notes, but I mean, sometimes they're just so dirty and, and honestly, like, especially with rimfire guns, cleaning that gun will solve the problem that, that it was sent in for. Right. You know, which shouldn't have had to come in for warranty repair. The the malfunction or the, whatever they're experiencing is because they are so dirty. And so it's like, and, and the other part of this that I th- I personally think is interesting is we make the only product in the world that is expected to last a lifetime. That's you, an interesting You have point. never bought another product that you expected to keep forever. You know what? I never thought of it that way. But you're right. I've never bought a truck. Uh, anything. So yeah, boots. So for us, you know, we have this (laughs) lifetime warranty, and the gun is actually expected to last a lifetime. But let's maintain it properly. Let's make sure we are cleaning it. You know, every even if it's every two thousand rounds, that would make a difference. You know, some people clean their guns every five hundred rounds or or whatever, or or once a month, or you know. But get into a routine and keep that thing cleaned and maintained properly. Keep it lubricated. you know, every, if you've got a high round count, if you put 10,000 rounds through your gun, maybe give us a call and say, hey, do you think 
these springs should be swapped out. We'll service it for you. Um, but make sure that thing is in good working order. Right. You know, I hadn't thought of that. The, the, the sheer number of volume. I mean, even Trent on the 1911 that he's mm-hmm. running, you know what I mean? That tar's 19. He, man, he, he runs through thousands. And mm-hmm. that, it's crazy. Like, he'll, he'll go through a, a shoot. He'll take 500 rounds to a shoot. And yep. I'm like, what? Like, that's a lot going going through there. So, you know, not, you know, anybody listening to this probably, uh, you know, already a, you know, handgun owner, firearm owner, you know what I mean? You know, uh, competitor, you know, hobby hunter, whatever it is. But, uh, and, and all of us know to take care of that stuff. But it is mind boggling when you think of how many rounds and the point you just brought up about, Lifetime warranty. I hadn't really thought of that, but the, yeah, you do keep your firearms forever, and and, and they get passed down mm-hmm. generations, mm-hmm. You know? or or you know, sold on the used gun market or whatever it is. But that product is not going to just go away and go in the garbage can at some point. It's right. it's you, always you, going to exist. Yep, firearms are out there forever. So yeah. that's a that's a pretty good point. So let's talk about some of the other changes uh, that you guys have have enacted because there was a lot of stuff the last time we did a podcast that you were like, you know, we're trying to get this out better. We're trying to look at, um, you know, I know safety is a big, huge thing, uh, not only for Taurus as a company, uh, but for you individually, uh, you know what I mean, as, as a president of that company. Uh, I know you guys have been doing a lot because you and me had a conversation about all the new firearm owners out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the last time we did a podcast, one of the things you and me discussed is one of the reasons for the huge surge in in firearm sales, no matter what it is, and self-defense, you know, weapons, even more so, you know, whether that's a an AR, a shotgun, a, you know, a handgun, a revolver, whatever, you know, semi-auto revolver, whatever that is. Um, there's been some scary stuff, you know, going on in, in our country that, you know, no matter which side of the fence you fall on, uh, being able to protect yourself, your family, uh, you know, others um, is, is important. And I think a lot of people have, have made a rush, and you can see that in ammunition sales. I mean, everybody feels that. So you had talked to me about, man, we've, we've got a whole lot of new firearms owner. There's people and, and all kinds of, of documentation, and you hear it on the news. There's people buying firearms. People walking into gun shops with, you know, gun owners I've talked to that I know personally that are like, we we have people that are coming in that have never owned a firearm in their life. Mm-hmm. And and they're out there purchasing firearms. And part of the part of that is safety and training. I mean, you know, you were brought up with firearms. I was brought up with firearms. My dad was in the military. You know, mm-hmm. he was actually special forces. And, I, I, you know, I knew from... As soon as I could talk or walk, that a gun was not something you touch, like a hot stove. You know what I mean? You know, it's like, okay, yep, you know what I mean? This is a firearm, and I'm not allowed to touch it, you know, unless, you know, dad, mom, whatever, there. And, you know, then I can, you know, I learned how to handle a firearm uh, not only uh, safely, uh, but also, you know, for me, but also for people around me. Um, Talk a little bit about safety, some of the things you guys have been doing, whether it's social, uh, whether it's internet, uh, whether it's, paperwork that's going with all those firearms uh just because i know that's something that 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 you find important and we've discussed that yeah i think you know the the main thing for us is we want to be able to interact with with our customers the people who own our products um in a lot of different ways but one of those ways is we we need to do as much as we can to educate with all the new consumers we have and even people who are who are very experienced and, you know, um, people like myself that sometimes don't want to learn more or whatever, you know, 
it's good to have refreshers. You know, it's good. It's good to uh, be able to see, you know, content pre- presented in a different way that maybe makes you think about how you handle or or how you maintain your gun or how you do certain things. There's always room to to learn more there, uh, but we want to be able to put content out there that's educational that people will actually watch because a lot of times, you know, the safety video is kind of like, you know, an OSHA training at work, you know, you don't (laughs) don't necessarily want to do that. But so we want to make it uh, kind of fun and exciting and and informative. Uh, But ultimately we're, we're just trying to do more to interact and speak directly to the people that own our products. Um, Whether that's on social media, we do, we do put a lot of content out that way. Um, on YouTube, those type of things, you know, all the different avenues that we have to to uh, interact with with our consumers, and even the literature. I mean, every single firearm comes with you know literature on how to handle it safely. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? How to you know you know how to clean it, how to you know load it. You know all, all the different you know parts of that. And you just brought up something that I thought was interesting, um, and I think everybody's guilty of it. I know I am. Um, complacency. You you, mm-hmm. you brought up that it never hurts even when you're trained to, to constantly get a refresher. And I, and I think about that with driving and the bad thing about driving, just like the bad thing about, you know, and more people are killed in you know, accidents, car accidents that are, you know, that are, that are killed by firearms in the United States, you know, by far, but you know, your, your point of not getting complacent or constantly, you know, training, because when I drive my vehicle now, unfortunately, sometimes, and I'm always on dirt roads, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But, you know, when you start out, like, you know, as I watch the boys, you know, and as soon as they come out of a driver's ed class, they're super safe. Mm-hmm. They're 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock on the, you know, steering wheel. Um, you know, the seatbelt goes on every time. Uh, the blinkers are on every time. They're checking their mirrors. And so you kind of hit a chord with me when you said that because I hadn't really thought of that. I mean, I have seen myself sometimes with some of my clients, people that have been around firearms their whole lives, sometimes don't demonstrate the best gun safety, mm-hmm. you know, or, or you know, or, or, or firearm safety. So I think that's uh, I think that's a great point you brought up. Everybody could use another refresher, and you know, whether that's a you know hunter safety class or a, you know firearm safety, even even better, or a concealed carry class um, and things like that, because it really is easy when you're around firearms every single day when you carry every single day um sometimes it's easy uh to have little things like that you know what i mean you know mm-hmm. slip a little bit so yeah. i thought that was a, i guess my, my my example on the vehicle was everybody's done that you know you're driving with your knee and you got a cup mm-hmm. of coffee and you're, you're, you're trying to answer a text although that's even illegal in a bunch of states you know there, there's all kinds of things that we are very used to and and you know your point yeah, and, and we do that internally where, you know, I'll, I would I would use the example, the very first media event that we had um, kind of as COVID was, was coming down the first time, I guess. <laughs> with, I'm not sure it has. I don't really know where we're at there now. Right, it changes um, every day. But, you know, it was the first uh, media event that we had with me uh, as the head of the company, and I was, and I was there. Um, and I gathered our team, the, the Taurus employees before the event started, I gathered them around and, and I did a safety brief and I don't know that they had experienced that from, from the CEO or whatever before, cause they were kind of looking at me like, why is the CEO doing this? You know, like I think one of them was planning on doing it or something. 
Uh, but I kind of take that upon myself because it also helps me remember those things. And so that's always been something that I've done throughout my career that, you know, because I do take that serious, you know what I mean? Oh, and I, I always respected that. And we've talked about that. And when we got to shoot at the Taurus range, um, which you guys did a lot of cool stuff there. I know that, you know, there was police officers coming there and shooting mm-hmm. on the range while we were there, which was really nice because you guys built one heck of a facility mm-hmm. um, there. Yeah, but, and we share that with all the local fire, uh, not fire, uh, police, police agencies. Officers. Yeah. That, that, that was, it was neat to see that. And those guys training on the same, you know, on the same range. Uh, but, Man, we had a blast, you know, literally, uh, you know, getting to go to the range and a lot of your people there. And I think that was one of the things I thought was really neat because whether it was marketing department, sales department, there was a lot of your employees that were there, all avid shooters. They are. And, and some of the ones that weren't avid shooters were becoming mm-hmm. avid shooters because they worked at Taurus and they wanted to be involved and mm-hmm. they, they wanted to shoot. And, you know, it was neat for me to watch and, and talk to some of the people there like – you know, yeah, you know, I, I shot a little bit or, you know, maybe I hadn't shot much, but man, I got here to Taurus and, you know, that's not, that's encouraged and, and, and people go to the range and we learn this and we learn about our products. And I just thought that was really a neat, uh, you know, a neat part of our part of the tour that you gave us, mm-hmm. um, was to get to see that and enjoy a, and enjoy a range day. Sure. You know what I mean? At, you know, at Taurus, that was really a neat deal. Yeah. It's, it's becoming part of the culture, which I love, um, you know, and, I, I don't know that I'm the one driving that. I think we just have the right people. But, you know, as you – I think it's also a matter of as you bring out these new guns that gets, you know, the employees excited, especially when we're making them there and, and they've kind of seen these things come to life. Uh, you know, they want to get out and shoot them, you know. And then we also, you know, we use that range. Um, we, we hosted three different uh, youth camps where we actually shot. We was all uh, 22 – firearms but we um we had people from you know (laughs) five years old to 12 out there uh at three different occasions throughout the summer where we teaching them firearm safety and teaching them how the gun operates and and really learning the fundamentals but they were out there shooting and having a, a great time so that was a lot of fun well it's it's neat to see that you're enacting a lot of things that were super important to you whether it's safety whether it's warranty whether it's quality and innovation um from the first time we did a podcast mm-hmm. and I, you know, I know you on a personal level as well. You know, we've hunted together, we've, we've hung out and it's neat to see. It, it's one thing to have all these grandiose plans yeah. and, and, Oh, I'm, I want to, you know, I want to do this and I want to do that, but it's really been neat uh, for me. And, and I know Trent, as you guys are rolling out, uh, you know, even more exciting, cool stuff and have some stuff coming up in the future that you, you got to watch out for what, 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 Taurus has got coming down the line on every facet, whether it's the revolvers, whether it's the, you know, you know, the lever actions on the Rossi side or the revolvers, you know, on the heritage line or the Taurus line, you've got some really cool stuff rolling out. Yeah. You know, I'd say we, we have a very aggressive growth plan, which is exciting because it's, we know where we want to be. We don't know how we're going to get there yet. So it's like piecing these things, to the uh, piecing the puzzle together. Um, but, you know, there's there's a lot of room for us to move into new categories, you know, whether that's acquiring, you know, other companies that are out there. There's a lot of stuff on the horizon that I think is, is really exciting. Well, is there anything else you want to add before we close up? Man, I don't know. I'm I'm thinking that uh, 
this this trip and everything that's been going on right now things are just going great and i'm just really thankful for that thankful to be here with you and um you know excited about the future well really neat always talking to you brett uh check out the website and if you're listening to this and want a really cool job um you know, usa.com check out TaurusUSA.com and, and you can check out a, a lot of stuff there but thank you again man i appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me and uh, i hope we can do it again yeah i would look i look forward to it mm-hmm.